Hi, I'm Ian. And I'm Alex. And this is Hugs and Misses. Hello, hello, everyone, and welcome to another episode of Hugs and Misses, where we talk about the dates that ended in hugs and the ones that didn't. Threw you off there, didn't. It was a dramatic pause. Yeah, didn't you? <laughs> it's like a professional reader. Uh, how how you doing, buddy? I'm good. Good. I'm uh, good. It's good. Uh, what are our uh, hugs this week? Um, me and my right wife went on it. a date. You went on a date. I went on a date with my wife. Good. And no one else. <laughs> and no one else. Very good. What did you guys do? We went off-roading. We took my wife's Jeep up into the canyon. Ooh, hot damn. And we found this uh, fun little camping spot that someone had pimped out. There was like a little bridge over a stream and a, <laughs> and a little swing. And the fireplace had all these decorative rocks. And one had a really great quote. It said, don't be a meanie, roast a weenie. <laughs> but then I was like, you know, there's always something weird, you know, in the canyon or in the woods, you know. And so I just wandered further away from the campsite. And lo and behold, I find this rock. Mm-hmm. It's a big, flat, almost like a table. And on top of it is like all these animal bones. And I was like, oh, okay, here we go. You found an altar. This is the cult crap I'm looking for. <laughs> to the great sleeper. And uh, <laughs> it's <laughs> right. There were just a, there was just a bunch of bones. And then I was like, maybe it's time to go. So I got my wife and my dog, and we're like, we're going to go somewhere else now. Flee! <laughs> She's like, but it's so cute here. I'm like, no, no, no. We're going to go. It reeks of death. <laughs> death approaches! What um, we went up to, let's see, we hung out with you guys on Friday. Ah, um, uh, yes. And you guys helped us a bit with our new king-sized bed, because it was either I move away which was not an option i like this this is i like this place this is where all my stuff is and uh, or go downstairs and sleep in the basement and it's not finished yet so i didn't do that or we get a king size bed so that's what we did that's and, a great option uh, you know so you uh, you helped us finish that on friday help me build that away i think fitted sheets have destroyed marriages i hate fitted sheets i hate them i hate them so much i i think they need to make them twice as big as they are and I think they need to come with, like, um, suspender straps so that you can, like, turn the mattress over and just hook each corner to the like to the opposite corner. I feel like I'm listening to an infomercial right so now. So it doesn't come up. Well, yeah. This is a great idea. I, it's like those infomercials where, like, those just inept white people are, like, holding a spoon. And for some reason, it's, like... The, like, they don't have Parkinson's, but they're just like, like a spoon, and they, like, drop it, and, like, boiling water falls a little over their feet. Well, Has this like... ever happened to you? Well, now get uh, get get um, waterproof, insulated, sock, like, slippers for your kitchen. Have you ever dropped boiling water on your feet? Yeah, but I think, I think the last thing I'm worrying about when I'm holding boiling water is... I think that was just my fault. <laughs> Maybe I should just learn how to cook. Or the guy's like trying to put the fitted sheet on the mattress and he's not even on the bed. He's just like, I can't figure it out. It's not working. Because like with one person, I don't think it's possible. Well, it's like whack-a-mole, right? You like pull one corner over and then the other corner comes up and then you're like, oh, I'll go get that one. You run over there to go hit that one down and the other one pops up. Um, but besides that, um, my wife and I went up to the lake um and hung out with our family and it was a lot of fun 
Mm. We had a lot of time together this week. Yeah. And then yesterday was just a super lazy day, right? Because we had hung out with you guys on Friday, did a whole bunch of stuff on Saturday, including like all the chores, all the errands, and going up and seeing the family, all that stuff. So we just decided, hey, let's just take a day. That's the best. And those are those are sometimes the best. You know, those are sometimes the best dates. And I feel like I do that a lot, but I mean, there's not really much of an option these days. Uh, but yeah. What a great idea. Yeah, 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 yeah. What a wonderful <laughs> time to spend. Yeah, 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 yeah. With yeah, yeah. your spouse. Uh, let's see. Oh, I saw this funny meme today. I want to tell you about it because it has something to do with like our last few, um, uh, our last few episodes. Mm-hmm. And it says, boys, if you ever feel bad about a purchase, um, like having, you ever felt bad about a purchase? You ever had buyer's remorse? Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Like I think, I think the worst buyer's remorse I ever got was with a car. And because it was like my first new car and it was like, oh my gosh. Was it your little red one? No, no. My little red one was my dad's. That was Vera. That was a Corolla. That was like the best car I've ever had. I like that one. Um, no, it was with my like brand new Chevy Sonic that I had like a while ago. Mm. Anyway, um, but yeah, you've had buyer's remorse. Oh yeah. So this one says, boys, if you ever feel buyer's remorse about a purchase, just remember girls would spend like $600 on a prom dress just to wear it to eat at Olive Garden and dance in a high school gym. <laughs> <laughs> And that's a good date. You know what? we? And now that I think about it, I'm like, that's not even a diss on them. That's a diss on us because we were the ones taking them to said Olive Garden and said gym. Thanks for dressing up, ladies. <laughs> the guy at Olive Garden who's like, you want a $30 salad? And she's like, what I'm wearing right now is worth like 80 salads. 80 salads. So just shut up. Uh, also, also, um, he rented his tux, even though every single time they try to convince you, oh, you need to buy it. You're always going to have black tie events. Uh, I've never worn a tux since prom. Yeah. And we're... maybe that's more to say about who I am and the crowd that I hang out with, but <laughs> I've never think... had to go to anything where a tux was required. Gosh, I don't know what was going on this weekend, but I drove by the Olive Garden and there were like seven or eight prom couples standing outside was there a prom or something well i mean there couldn't have been like there can't be any like i guess they were just having some kind of weird high school Um, or maybe like they had their own maybe they just decided to like dress up right maybe some girls Mm -hmm. had already purchased their dresses and stuff like that i mean that's creative sure sure but Um, these dudes were in like full get-up tuxes but they were all wearing like these bright neon nikes and i think you know, like you're talking about, I've never been to a white tie or, or a black tie event. I think that's just what our generation and the generations after us, we're just straying further and further away from these, you know, normal dress up party I don't have a attire. Problem with it, you know, I don't have a problem with like harmless traditions being changed. Uh, I, really I don't even like, you know, I'm like 25. I'm like, no, damn kids wearing Nikes with their Sometimes. tuxes. I mean, yeah, I'm just like, but that's because they just, just look have like to be quirky. <laughs> i can't um, play football so i have to wear these shoes so people know i'm an athlete at all times i'm an athlete um and then let's see what else what else is going on oh man we've it's been i feel i feel i know it's only been a week since we talked but i feel like it's been a long time i know it's it's because i'm not doing anything so in my house time just stretches <laughs> into eternity thank you all for listening and Always, always, by the way. So, um, this week, it's uh, it's it's a story that we got, and Alex, it's your turn to uh, read it, because it's from somebody that you know. Correct. 
Yeah, and this one also takes place in a canyon. So, hey. Hey, so, I mean, we can, like, we can, like, kind of rope it in that way. I'm tying it in. You know? This is me very obviously making a connection from my life to this person's life. Seamless transition <laughs> now. There's no subtlety. <laughs> Okay, let's uh, let's get into it, everyone. Um, stand by. What are what what is the lady's name? Of course, the you told me there are two gentlemen in this right. in this story. So we will be referring them to them as what? Alex, Keith one and Keith two, like thing one and thing two, because they deserve nothing better. And what we'll be naming the ladies in this story. So I'm keeping it simple. We're keeping our main female, the classic Jane. Jane, very good. And then the two other females that will take place. Two here. other females? Okay, wow. Correct. Okay. There will be B and K. Cool. I love it. We're keeping it cash. Wow, using their first initial... How come I have... Am I stupid? No, we were just that trying just to do like a good it's job. so easy to do is just use their first initial. Why have I never thought of it before? <laughs> My life is a lie! Ian, you're shouting again. Well, because when we use first initials, a guy will hear it and he's like, hey, wait a minute. <laughs> this is too close as to if, home. As if the exact details to his awful, terrible date weren't a dead freaking giveaway. Yeah, I think, you know, we always talked about making sure these stories are anonymous. And, you know, maybe the people who are in these stories will be like, oh, don't use just my first letter. But I know these people and I, they'll be okay with and it. I, and I think what the main point of what we're trying to do with that is we're trying to protect the guys more so i mean it's Correct. okay if the people know that it's them in the story mm-hmm. it's just we're trying to you know we're trying to make sure that nobody else it's like when they blur out the, fa- the like the guy the fat guy on on the news it's just for him yeah it's like you know it's like an obesity newscast and they're like oh look at this fat guy coming out of mcdonald's and it's you know definitely him right and but they blur his face and he knows you know he knows that he looks at that and he's like, that's my shirt. Like I'm that guy, but that's okay. He can feel the shame inwardly. Um, <laughs> but <laughs> we're, we're protecting the tools who don't deserve protection. No but one it's else for except for his friends is going to be like, Hey, I know that shirt. Well, Ian wears those Hawaiian <laughs> shirts consistently. Anyway, let's hop into the story and hope everyone can keep everyone straight. But with that, Alex, uh, go, go ahead, buddy. All right. If I remember correctly, It was a holiday weekend, and I remember watching Ferris Bueller's Day Off and feeling extremely lame for spending the entire weekend in my apartment. Well, look who's laughing now. Yeah, because that's that's what we're all doing. And not just like the weekend, but every day. Also, I'm going to get crucified for saying this. I'm not a huge Ferris Bueller's Day Off guy. We just watched Ferris Bueller. I know. We watched it together. Yeah, and hence... You had a great time. Yeah, I mean, that's why I watch it with you, so I can enjoy it. <laughs> yeah, I think it's one of those things where if you didn't watch it as a kid, maybe it doesn't resonate as well. Did I you watch not. it as a kid? I I don't remember. I mean, so, I mean, I guess not. I don't... I probably watched it as a kid, but it's probably one of those things that didn't resonate with me, because I'm like, that guy's really cool. I just remember thinking the twist and shout parade scene was just the greatest and coolest thing see and and now as me as a grown adult that's weird like that's a weird scene like that's stupid like that wouldn't happen well all movies from that decade are weird yes weird i thought you were gonna say stupid and i'm like no 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 no, no, no. <laughs> they're just weird okay so she, uh, she anyway. feels bad for staying in all weekend even though now that's all we do 
Most of my roommates had gone home for the long weekend. However, my roommate B and I stayed back at the apartment and spent our time off by studying, doing laundry, and watching TV. So, when two guys knocked on our door, I wasn't too disappointed. When hey. B and I answered the door... Hey, yeah. Yeah. We're, uh, we're the missionaries. <laughs> <laughs> uh, hello. <laughs> were um, they Mormons? And then I was immediately disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> when B and I answered the door, these two guys introduced themselves as Keith 1 and Keith 2. I instantly took notice in Keith 1. He was very attractive. Anyway... The Keiths explained that they had a project due in the next couple of days and wanted to know if they could interview us and use the footage for their video presentation. We lived in student housing in a small college town, so these situations were not too uncommon. This is how either a scary movie starts or a porn starts. <laughs> I wouldn't know about the latter. I've just heard things, you know, from people. Yeah, that's... I've, I've had that conversation. Yeah. Yeah, yeah I've heard that. That's normal. This happens. <laughs> We didn't see any harm in inviting them in and helping them out with their project. The Keiths set up the camera and proceeded to ask us questions about, that's right, dating. The hottest topic on campus. You know, this is going to happen, like, these guys are the bad guys, honestly, but if I were at that door, they would, that would be the end of the story, and it would, like, the title of the story would be, like, uh, Fat Murderer, like, tries to get in our house. Oh, if you were the guy at the yeah, door. Yeah, if I was okay. the guy at the door. I thought you were saying if the role was reversed and two women came to your door and said if they could come in and ask you questions, you would say no. And I oh, was no, going to call I you a liar. Oh, I would have said yes. Oh, yeah, no. Uh, you could have called me out there. I'm saying if I was the Keith. Right. Okay, I get it. Yeah. Just, well, yeah, it's like you said before. If you're hot, then it's flirty. If you're ugly, it's harassment. <laughs> so apparently these two guys are attractive, according to Jane. <laughs> That's right. I'm, 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 I'm abused as a male. Give us back our foreskins. <laughs> they asked us to describe our perfect first date. Stop, stop. You made me feel awkward that you didn't laugh at that. I didn't know how to respond, so I didn't. Did you think it was kind of funny? <laughs> I just, I just feel like there's a lot that's packaged up with that statement. Not anymore. That I don't want to get into. You laughed at that, though. See, <laughs> I got to laugh at him. I got to laugh out of him on that one. Okay, now it's not weird. Now you can continue. I'm just focusing on reading. <laughs> I can't multitask. <laughs> they asked us to describe our perfect first date. Who we think should pay. What characteristics are attractive. What's better, A or B? And finally, would you kiss on the first date? I answered, sure, if I really liked the guy. Once they had covered everything, they thanked us and left, heading to the next apartment. Jeez, these guys sound like us. Like, we, we kind of do that except not going to people's doors. <coughs> Excuse me. But yeah, I just post on the internet. I'm like, do you guys think feet are attractive? Yes or no? <laughs> hey, who's into feet? Asking for a friend. <laughs> By the way... Uh, of all the people who voted, only one person said they are into feet, and I messaged them, and I was like, stop reaching your feet towards me, Ian. <laughs> Come on. Get away. Envelop. I messaged the person, I was like, are you serious with this, uh, with this feet business? And they haven't responded yet, but I'm <laughs> like 99% sure they're kidding. Maybe it was an accident, they're like, if I don't answer, he'll forget. And if they don't <laughs> respond, and if they're listening, I just want to talk. I just want to talk. There's nothing. You're not alone. No, 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 no. Rest assured, I am not a feet guy. Continue. I digress. 
All right. B and I continued with our day when, about an hour later, the Keiths returned to our door. Well, what what are they doing, Ian? They got the information they wanted. What do they want now? I can I can I, I can only imagine. They asked us if we would be interested in going on a double date later that night. They Ugh. thought we were cool and seemed fun. In other words, we aced their dating questions. Did they even have a? Pr- I bet if I bet I mean you've read this story, right? I have. I haven't read this story. They're full of crap. This isn't a project. This is just a way to pick up on chicks. Just like that homeless kid who, like, asked girls out on dates and forgot his wallet, quote-unquote. Stay tuned to find out if Ian's predictions are correct. <laughs> now, word from our sponsors. <laughs> we have no sponsors. <laughs> oh, crap. We're poor. <laughs> Shameless plug. We're... Accepting all offers. <laughs> yeah. Uh, anybody have anything? It doesn't even have to be related. We will we will plug you in here. Um, my friend Liz makes, uh, and she and her husband listen to this podcast all the time. Uh, she makes really, really cool face masks for anybody who's looking for them. So if you want to know how to get a hold of Liz and get a really cool, she had affordable face mask, um, go ahead and uh, message us. I mean, she's like a sponsor because she like supports us in listening to stuff. So, what do you think? Hey, yeah, that was great. I was I was gonna be the guy who's like, and we're back. <laughs> yeah, and and we are back, and we're back. <clears throat> so, what could the Keiths be up to? So we aced their dating questions. At the time, my dating life was. <laughs> what is it? What are the dating questions? Do you have a pulse? Are you a woman? <laughs> are I only you need somewhat like... attractive. <laughs> Love that thing where it's like Josh Peck and Drake Bell are on some kind of interview and they're like, what do you look for in a woman? And Josh is like, a pulse, usually. (laughs) And you're just like, whoa. Well, and then you're like, usually. (laughs) Wait. (laughs) Anyway, at the time, my dating life was all right. I quickly accepted because I was so excited that Keith number one was showing interest in me. And let's be honest. I was desperate. B, however, was not into the dating scene at this time, but accepted knowing how excited I was. So B is the one who's taken the bullet. Right. That's a that's a good roommate. That's a good friend. It's not an easy gig. No way. No it's way. not fun for either one, because eventually the person who's taken the bullet has to let the other person know that they're taking a bullet <laughs> and they're not interested in that person. Yeah. Uh. Like, by the way, I'm only here because that girl is excited about that guy. We are just, you know, Klingons. We're supporting. <laughs> We're to help fill the awkward gaps. Fast forward to the date. They picked us up in Keith number two's brand new Jeep. On our way to this Mexican restaurant, we covered the get-to-know-you basics. We talked about our majors, where we were from, and how old we were, which... You'd want to figure out how old your date is before you go on the date, right? Yeah. No, I th- I think so. I was just about to make that joke, and then I thought, wait a second, Ian, they're in a college dorm. Right. So I th- that makes sense. I, th- I, I would, you would assume, right? You should never assume. Right. <laughs> but you should assume that they're over 18. There's, but, again. There's, there's always the off chance <laughs> that, that their high school little sister is visiting their college dorm that day. Or, yeah. And you just happen to ask them out. Right. Right. Exactly. It's like, oh, so exactly. how old are you? Oh, I'm a senior. Oh, really? Already almost done with college? No, high school. 
Anyway, so they're getting all the get-to-know-you questions out of the way, and they come to find out that both the Keiths served in Spanish-speaking LDS missions. Ugh. Oh, gosh. Which Here we go. It isn't inherently a bad thing that you served a foreign mission and know a different language. It is a bad thing when you're a douche about it. Gosh, shut which, up. We get it. Which, here's a perfect example of what not to do. Here we go. Here we go. I bet they just started speaking Spanish to each other. When we were seated at the restaurant, the two guys proceeded to talk to each other in Spanish. I know very little Spanish, so I had no clue what they were saying. B, on the other hand, knew more Spanish than they anticipated and quickly became unamused. They continued to talk to one another in Spanish throughout dinner. They even insisted on ordering food for us in I bet Spanish. they ordered in Spanish. Yep. In Spanish. Oh my gosh. It's a... Whatever, it's fine, it's fine. If you want to practice, that's fine, but you're being a douche about it. <laughs> Whatever. And for the lady, perhaps a salad? <laughs> perhaps not. Perhaps not. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't know what Keith number one ordered for me until it was served. And I had no clue what they said for most of that dinner. They were always laughing and looking at us while talking to each other in Spanish, as if they had an inside joke. I was bothered, but still wanted to impress Keith number one, so I let it all slide. Wow. Which is very patient of Jane here. Tools. By the end of the date, uh, B was completely fed up, and rightfully so. She didn't want to be on this date in the first place, and when Keith number two was speaking English, he wasn't being very polite. They took us back to the apartment, and by then, K, my other roommate, was home. I invited Keith one and two in, and we began to discuss what else we should do for the evening. B, being smart, bowed out for the rest of the night, and K decided she would step in for her. Tap out. Tap out. <laughs> Tap me in. <laughs> I got you, buddy. I got you. Keith ya. number two's like, oh, man, they just, all the ladies want me. They, they, can't. Just, they, just, they just can't handle so much of Keith. <laughs> they got. They got to split it up. They got Keithitis. Got to split up the time with the Keith. They can only handle so much of my awesomeness. So much of my Oh, I'm just so good looking. And, Muy caliente. And they just know because I speak f another language that I'm just... <sighs> Which is super great if the girls spoke Spanish, but when they don't, it's just dickish. Oh yeah, oh yeah. We're, we're, gonna, we're gonna talk about it and I'm gonna get personal. Alright, hey yeah. Hey, hey yeah. So K has now tapped in for B. We get back in their Jeep and started to drive around town. We stopped for hot chocolate and things started to look up. We were laughing and finally starting to get to know each other. Things took a turn for the worst. It was getting very late, and Keith number two started to drive into the canyon. Yeah, all right. Where it's all good things happen at nighttime. <laughs> We've had several stories that end this way. None of them were happy. <laughs> no one has a good time. The Keiths were getting more comfortable with us and shared more information about themselves. They told us that they really didn't have a project due this week. They didn't even record our interviews. I called that. They admitted that they did the scheme to find girls who were cute and would be fun dates. You garbage people. I was shocked. I felt betrayed and so embarrassed for falling for their trick. Which is, I mean, they were just being nice. They just wanted to help out some dudes. Yeah. Who were liars. <laughs> You know, like a liar. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. 
It's like, how'd you meet mom? Oh, well, I immediately started lying to her about who I was as a person and what That's I was doing. That's a great doing. way to start off a, a relationship. And you're like, you know, it's like in a sitcom. It's funny. No, it's it's lame. And you're, you're, you're a tool. <laughs> Dad, how did you meet mom? Well, Keith Jr. <laughs> well, KJ. <laughs> KJ. Go to hell. <laughs> All right. So. Uh, you lose your spot nope we drove into the canyon and stopped at the gate the keiths got out of the car and begged us to follow them i don't like this whenever someone's begging you to do something and you're telling them no if they keep begging that's just not a good trait 40 no's and one yes still means yes uh, okay all right Kay and i did not want to leave the car but at the same time we didn't want to be debbie downers so we followed them we went past this gate and walked a short way up a trail. This would be the best place for two guys to kill their dates. And right then, Keith number two pulled out a handgun out from behind his back. What? What? Run! <laughs> That's right. Oh my gosh. Keith is packing. Oh. Now, what do you do? Dude, you pepper... Sp- you. That's why you pack too. And you tell him to put that on the ground, you liar. I have been around guns before, and I am comfortable with guns, but this freaked me out. Yeah, yeah. It's like, usually you tell someone, like, hey, I have a gun, and I'm gonna remove it now from my Jeep. But now this guy's just like, hey, by the way, surprise! Oh my gosh. I have a gun in my back! Yeah, you know who else shares that characteristic? Serial killers? And bank robbers. (laughs) (laughs) It's like, this isn't a bank, so things aren't looking up for me. The Keiths set up some cardboard and began shooting at their makeshift targets. Kay and I were not okay. The entire time I was worried about if this was legal or not, and we were on a trail and I worried that there could be other people around. And I didn't know if we were trespassing or not either. We kept hinting that we were cold and nervous and wanted to go back in the car. We were only out there for maybe 5 or 10 minutes, but it seemed like an eternity. Which just goes to show how uncomfortable you are, because when things are going so bad, there's just no end inside. You're just stuck in this permanent hell. Time has slowed. They probably didn't even like, hey, do you want to like try shooting the gun? They're just like, just look at how awesome I can hit the target. And they're up there in the dark, too, so they probably can't even see anything. They're like, oh, man, like, made every shot. And there's just like, you can't see anything. I, I can't even begin to tell you how just, like, inappropriate, like, all of this is. Yeah, you should be taking notes. <laughs> just, like, make sure you cover all your bases when we get to the end of this so that we don't miss out on anything that these tools do. We all walked back to the car and got in. Keith number two started the engine and blasted the heat, but then slid into the back seat with me and Keith number one. Keith number one scooted close to me, and Keith number two teased Kay to join us. No, I screamed in my head. I could see Kay's hesitation as well. Somehow, though, we all ended up in the back seat. I knew where this was going. How do and... they all fit back there? I mean, they're, they must all... Big Jeep or skinny people? Or it's just really, I really I uncomfortable. I wouldn't know the feeling of either. <laughs> I am a large person, and I have never had a Jeep. <laughs> You've been in the back of my wife's Jeep. Oh, I guess, yeah. I mean, I guess that counts, but I'm just, I mean, I'm still missing, like, one part of the formula there, because, to my knowledge, in the Jeeps that I have sat in, 
There's no way in hell three more people are getting back there, skinny or not, with me. Yeah, I <laughs> I think it's safe to assume that everyone's like uncomfortably squished. Ooh. At least the girls are. The guys are like, huh, huh, awesome. This is so cool. Girls are physically touching me because I've forced it upon them. This is great. These guys are predators. So, Keith number one starts putting on the moves. He placed his arm around me and got super close. Which means, like, he's... They're already, like, all squished in the back seat. Like, oh super close means he's, like... This means you can hear hey, every... This is too close. If this is now an ASMR podcast. No, that's not what that is. Stop it. Stop it. Stop doing it. Okay, sorry. Sorry. <laughs> thought I'd... Thought I'd lend my two cents there. No, no, keep going. I mean, don't do that anymore, but... <laughs> He got Keep super contributing, close. just not in that way. <laughs> right. He got super close and then kissed me. Not sure how to react, I kissed him back. Then I heard Kay and no. Keith number two kissing as well. No. So this this is the line that struck me the weirdest. You guys. Is, this is what struck me the weirdest, is that she hears them kissing before she sees them kissing. <laughs> when you hear people kissing before you even see them, like, that's just like, I mean... Maybe it's because it's such a close back seat, you know? Like, everyone's just so pushed up against each other. Like, maybe their mouths are, like, right next to Jane's ear. I don't know what the situation is. But you just hear this, like... Jane. Kay. And you're just, like... poor, poor people. Yeah, it's just not great. I just... I just... That struck me as odd. (laughs) A, A little... We were just talking about that. You can hear everything. So I heard Kay and Keith number two kissing as well. What is happening? I think to myself. I didn't know how to stop without offending Keith number one. But then again, I started to think if Keith number one was worth any of this. Uh, spoiler alert, he's not. Yeah, and if you stop, they might shoot you. Yeah, he's he's got a gun. They seem relatively unstable. Yeah, like I get not wanting to say... Like, hey, I'm uncomfortable because they have a gun. I'm like, just, like, I don't know. This is messed up. I'm sure they weren't, like, saying, like, hey, make out with me or I'll shoot you. But they didn't not say that. (laughs) You know what I mean? At this, well, at this point, I mean, nothing's out of bounds, right? I mean, it's just, it's just gotten from, it's gone slowly from impolite to douchey to toolish to absolutely ridiculous and inappropriate. Force. So... Keith number one was not worth any of this. I quickly became so unattracted to him. I was mortified by what was happening. I don't remember who stopped this awkward makeout session. I have blocked out so much from that night. It was the Lord. <laughs> Just a beam of light. Stop <laughs> this! An angel appeared! Cease! Stay this madness! <laughs> Just Gandalf right to... <laughs> and a horse. <laughs> Kick him into the fire! <laughs> Yay! Yeah, both of the Keiths are dead at this point. Uh, when the Keiths finally took us home, I remembered just wanting to cry. Kay and I left the car and went to our apartment, locking the door behind us. I remember sitting in the kitchen with Kay. We were silent, both so embarrassed, mad, and confused by what was just experienced. I blame myself for putting Kay into that situation. I was so distracted by liking Keith number one that I ignored every bad sign. That night, B told me that during our dinner portion of the date, that the Keiths were talking about us inappropriately in Spanish, and were even flirting with the waitress. 
I wasn't completely surprised, but it still hurt a lot. I was getting ready for bed when, what do you know, Keith number one texts me. He apologized and asked if I would still go out with him. He clearly sensed that I was not okay. Yeah, maybe, I don't know. I wonder how he picked that up. No, yeah, it's not, you know, it's not like they were dropping any, you know, enormous hints or, you know, common courtesy demanded otherwise. He certainly didn't sense any of that during the date for some reason. No, not at all. Not at all. I replied saying no and deleted his number. He continued to text me that night and the next day asking what he could do to make it up. I never replied. The next time I saw him was in art class. We made eye contact and he ducked his head and walked away. I found out that Keith number one did the exact same date with my cousin several weeks no prior. No way! And that's it. Oh. I think we've reached um, levels of douchebaggery, which I thought unattainable until just recently. Yeah, this has reached the point in the podcast where I can't really make jokes about it. I just want to, like... Curse out the Keiths. Okay, let's start from the beginning, shall we? So, first and foremost... Let's assess. Uh, they lied. Um, not a great way to start off a relationship. We've talked about that already. Um, yeah, sure, there's, like, movies where, like, you know, everything turns out fine and it's quirky, right? But typically, starting off on a lie isn't a great way to begin what it would be a healthy relationship, otherwise a healthy date. Not even a relationship. Just starting off from in false pretenses uh, is unbalanced and... Frankly, if you need to lie to someone to get them to like you, um, you need to work on yourself. Correct. And, you know, you are not in a uh, rom-com and you yep. don't look like Heath Ledger. This is, this is so real it's probably life. not going to work out. This is real life, Dickless. Like, it doesn't, it doesn't work like that. Um, okay. I wish like, I looked like Heath Ledger. Oh, no, so do I. I mean, God rest his soul. That man is incredible. Um, so... Anyway, we we move on from that to if if I mean you've got like good looks going for you and you still can't get someone to go out with you unless you lie to them about a school project, you're lame as hell. You're a garbage person. You're a garbage human. Yeah, that's just pathetic. And now those of us who actually do have projects who need to learn now uh, will you know it's like the boy who cried wolf. Now they'll just be like liar, slam the door in my face. <laughs> But ma'am, it's it's for the podcast. You don't even record these stories. I'm married. You can listen to they're on the internet. <laughs> I don't believe it. Exactly. So they're hurting us. Um, okay, and then Thanks, Keith. Let's go and like this freaking here's the thing is that there's always like portions of it that are okay. Like the double dating thing is such a good idea. Like it's safe going out, especially if like one of you are friend, like like one of the pairs is friends and like the other pair is friends. Because then if there's any awkwardness, you can immediately go to the other person. Right. Mm -hmm. They take this to the next level and make it a bad thing because then all they do is decide to talk like speak Spanish to one another at a Spanish restaurant. Wow. What a flex. What a flex. Are you really cool? You're so cool that you were socially pressured into spending three months in one place to learn another language. Wow. I wonder who couldn't do that. I'm super into my bro. Yeah. But I don't want it to be like a homo thing. So I take girls out to watch me be super into my bro. Oh my gosh. That is. And, and just so impolite and so discourteous. Just unbelievably so. Wouldn't even matter if they were speaking. I mean, if, they, if, they, if, if these guys were like foreigners... And they're just like, yes, we think you're attractive. 
And, you know, they couldn't speak English, but these guys obviously can because then they used it, like, hours previous to lie to them for, mm-hmm. you know, 30 minutes. Um, so, in- discourteous, impolite, just straight up tools. Um, you know, at that point, just give me my meal. I'm going to leave. Like, <laughs> good gracious me. Like, you know what? You are just a mean guy with a mean thing that you did. And I want the food, but after the food gets here, I am leaving. Yeah, I. So I mean, I mean, at least get the food is what I'm getting at. Make I mean, sure you get I food. The, I hope the food was good. I hope it. I hope the food was okay. Um, I mean, they don't know what they ordered because they ordered for them. No, let me. I know Spanish. I know what you want. <laughs> yeah, the the menus in English. <laughs> Idiot. There's, there's pictures and everything. There, there's, yeah, there's pic of like and and pretty much American Mexican food is. Uh, a, a tortilla with cheese, meat, and vegetables in various forms. I think I'm okay. Do you need to take care of me? Is that just like my little thing? Like, they, do you do for me? Is that like how you're polite? Is that how uh, you're a gentleman? Is you order for me from a from a menu that is in English from a subpar Mexican restaurant in the middle of the Rocky Mountains? Go to hell. Suck. Go. 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 Go straight to hell. Sweetie, just die, sweetie. What? You don't. You don't know what you want. I know what you want. <laughs> You you do not know what you want, Igor. Know what you want. Here, you take. Babushka. Little girl. I take your grandma? Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) I don't want her. (laughs) Yeah, uh, I don't think these guys take no for an answer. So, uh, it's too bad. Um, This is bad enough. Like, the whole Spanish thing is bad enough on its own. This whole thing. And there's, like, such a culture here of that. Just, like, you... Like you, you go on your mission and you come back and you, you, you use it in times where you're just trying to flex. You're oh, just, just trying, trying to, get to show girls off. to be as into you as possible. Yeah, and it can't be because you have a personality. It has to be because you. You're so insecure. You're so insecure with yourself that you have to lie to get out on the date, and then during the date, you have to say things that they don't understand and can't understand. <laughs> So that so that they can so that they stay out on the date with you. Well, we don't know what to talk to you guys about because so, we don't go on a lot of dates. So we're just going to talk to each other. So we're just going to talk to each other in a lang- in, some, in a language that you don't understand. And they were saying a bunch of like perverted things. <laughs> oh, and then they were doing, flirting with the waitress. You're doing you're doing uh, you're doing a lot of good for our uh, for the church there, guys. For for the Lord, well done. I'm I'm so glad you put your language skills to use. Way to represent. Wait, yeah, well done. I'm just so so happy that you guys can go do that and then go do summer sales. <laughs> Freaking tools! Holy hell! And I then, hope that the waitress like went to the back and be like, "There's two like gringos who think they can speak Spanish again," and they're all trying, just like, are trying uh... to flirt with me. Yeah, we got two more RMs. Wow, you and who else? Like, do 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 they go? Do, do they speak Spanish? They never talk about it. <laughs> we had no idea. Okay, and so we then can only eat at Spanish places where people speak Spanish. B dives out. Good job, smart, smart, smart. But maybe bless Jane's soul. Maybe they can be redeemed. Maybe they can be redeemed. And so, well, it starts to. They start to kind of pick up. Yeah. They said they were having a good time. Like, they went and got ice cream because yeah. they picked up K. Yeah. K tapped out. And then, okay, maybe maybe this can maybe we can make a night out of this. But then, like, immediately afterwards, as soon as they start to get to know each other, you know, they tell them that they lied to them. Yeah. And, and then immediately afterwards, 
in a very, very uncomfortable and vulnerable situation. There's no service in most canyons, and I know the one they speak of, and there isn't any. Mm -hmm. Immediately put them in a position where they are uncomfortable, where the Keiths are in charge, where it is obviously a sign of strength that they are the ones who have the transportation, they are the ones who have the communication, and they are the ones now with, I guess, a freaking gun. Did he have that the whole time? I don't know. I don't know. I keep I keep my gun in my car sometimes. I don't just bring it out on public trails you don't to just, shoot at cardboard. Yeah, you don't just have it like tucked behind your pants. Bet his dad paid for that Jeep. And his gun. Yeah, bet it's his dad's gun. I got this during summer sales. If you, by the way, Keith, if you recognize this story as yours, uh, like, I hope you've changed, buddy. Hope both of you have. If you have, then there's no no hard feelings right now. But if I could talk to past Keith, to whoever you were, um, and if you are still that person, then please, 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 we invite you to come on and like try to justify any of this. <laughs> we would love, we would love to have you on to Girls justify. Girls like any when of you this. speak different languages at them. Yeah, mm-hmm. you're right. Yeah. Girls love guns, okay. especially when you surprise them with them <laughs> with like no further warning. <laughs> surprise i have a gun you know you know what percent of people react well when you surprise them with a gun it's zero percent and those who do react well to that uh maybe you should be worried about them as well it's like all right you were hiding a gun this is the best this is so much fun these are just these guys are just so quirky he had a gun the whole time he's like a liar it's like a bad sketch Oh my gosh, ridiculous. And I mean, this isn't a, you know, gun safety course, right? But let's just talk about all the things that they did wrong with that. A public trail or a private trail. Even if it was a private trail, they didn't have permission to go on. They broke into a fence or something. They, yep, they were shooting at cardboard with no knowledge of what was behind them or behind the cardboard. Or it was in dark. The, in the, yep. Um, they, it was dark. They had, I'm assuming, no eye and no ear protection. Mm-hmm. Um, and it, this is just this is just ridiculous. Like, why is this a good date? Maybe a date would, could be, hey, let's go to the shooting range. That would be a fun date because it's a controlled area with more people with an actual shooting range. <laughs> you know, we should go somewhere that has like witnesses. <laughs> yeah, and light. You know? <laughs> oh my gosh! And and then I mean, obviously, and then just to add insult to injury, these guys are just like, well. We're in control, so uh, we're going to do what we want. And so they force them into very, very close proximity to them. And then they begin to, frankly, I mean, just start to go to town. It's despicable. It is. It is despicable. And uh, it makes me sick, but I'm I'm, I'm hoping Jane is doing better. Mm-hmm. Kay is doing better. Oh, yeah. Okay. They're all... Good. They're all happily that makes, married makes, now. Well, that may, and that, that part, I mean, at least we can get over that, right? But I bet... I hope they, you know, teach their sons and daughters about either what not to do, what to look out for. And I hope the Keiths have changed. I really hope they have because this it's the kind of stuff that's like super frustrating. It's the kind of stuff that gives men, you know, a bad name. They don't deserve that title. Because, because they get they, the title of Keith. They put they put women in these uncomfortable situations. They put women in these situations when they're vulnerable. And to add insult to injury, they had a gun. It's almost like, it's, it's like ridiculous, right? Like I said, it's like a sketch gone bad. It's like improv. It's just like you keep saying anything. And the one number one rule in improv is what, Alex? Do you remember? You 
keep the plot going? Don't say no. You can't say right. no. You have to and say so, yes and. Yeah. And so things keep going. Yes, 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 yes. Mm-hmm. And so, oh, yeah. So they're just like, you want to listen to me speak Spanish? Yes. You want to you wanna go somewhere dark where you have no cell service? <laughs> and then they go into the canyon. Okay. And then he pulls out a gun. Okay. And, and then, then he tells me to make out with him. In the back of the Jeep. Uh, okay. So this is like, the, we've talked about like dates before where they've been like, and I was pretty sure I was going to die. But it's always with like a hint of sarcasm. But at this point... This is weird, man. At this that point, weird. I would definitely be like, okay, this is how I die. Yep. Okay. Sorry. I get I get, I get super passionate there. It's just a super frustrating story all around. <laughs> what happened? Kind of um, blacked out there for a minute. Anyway, so um, let's see, Alex, any, any nuggets of wisdom to lay on us before we, we need to go? Because, I mean, rather than... I mean, other than what everything we were talking about, I mean, what else? What else is there to say, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think as soon as someone starts speaking a different language at you, that's when you call it. Yeah, I mean, that's 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 rude. That's my nugget. And again, it's all about talk about let's talk about expectations. Don't pull a gun on people. Just, How about that? There's like so many just to not do. Just listen to this. Listen to the story again and again. I feel like the more episodes we do, the answer is more and more becoming none of this. Just don't do this. Just like, don't be an idiot. Just don't be dumb. Um, but yeah. The one thing you can do is go to a restaurant. That's the <laughs> one okay thing that happened. <laughs> Everything else was bad. That's right. Oh, man. Anyway, Jane, thank you for sharing your story with us. Thank I'm you, glad, Jane. I'm glad things are going a lot better for you. Um, and if any of you out there would like to share your nightmare dating stories with us, please, please, please reach out to us on any of our social media platforms. We are on Twitter, Facebook, and Instagram. Uh, and, or you can email us at hugsandmrspodcast at gmail.com. That's hugsandmrspodcast spelled out at gmail.com. And with that, Alex, thank you for coming this evening. Oh, thank you very Love much you, for having me. Love you. Um, and we will see everyone next week. So long. Bye. Bye.